Where is Area 51? Chapter 6, The Air Force Strikes Back. In the 1960s, the United States was fighting in the South Vietnam, South Vietnam, a small country on the South China Sea, to prevent a communist communist to, to to prevent a communist takeover there. U.S. Air Force planes were fighting against planes that had been built by the Soviets called. MiGs. MiGs had been around since 1940, but the newest version of this aircraft had never been seen before by U.S. Air Forces. The new MiG was. Is that MiG? Mm-hmm. The new MiG was the one plane that Americans did not know how to fight against the against and feared the most. The Soviet jet fighter didn't look at all like the other Soviet planes. It had a sleek design that made it super fast and agile. 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 But it was able to turn and dive with ease. It could outmaneuver. It could outmaneuver any American jet. The U.S. felt pressure to step up their quest for an invisible plane that could take on the MI, the MiG because it wouldn't be detected on radar. radar. In 1968, a Soviet-built MiG that had been captured by Israel was brought to Area 51. U.S. engineers hoped to study the Soviet technology and test the Russian plane in secret at Green Lake. They they learned that U.S. pilots would have developed better flying skills and kept their planes at a high speed in order to outmaneuver the MiG. But they were confident that with practice, they could do it. Pilots learned these skills at the newly formed Top Gun School. The United States Navy Fighter Weapons School, nicknamed Top Gun, was established on March 3, 1969, just north of San Diego, California, at the former naval air station Miramar. Pilots learned how to outmaneuver enemy planes. The Top Gun School was invitation only. That meant only the best and most capable pilots were trained there. Throughout the early 1970s, U.S. Navy pilots flew more successful missions against the Soviet MiG than the U.S. Air Force due to their training at Top Gun. The the school is... is now known as the U.S. Navy Strike Fighter Tactics Instructor Program. While the team at Area 51 was busy studying the MIG fighter plane, the U.S. Air Force had been collecting CIA reports on the UFO sightings. Their missions, their mission, Protect Blue Book, analyzed 
data to determine if UFOs were needed real and a threat to the security of the country. Project Blue Book had collected over 12,000 UFO reports by 1969. They went over the reports and considered the following possibilities where the UFO actually balloons air where the UFOs actually balloons, aircraft, meteors, starts, stars or planets, searchlings or natural occurrences such as cloud reflections and ice crystals. They also determined if UFO sightings were worthy of follow up investigations. Uh, a follow, a UFO. ufologists, people interested in UFOs, consider many things in determining the believability of sightings. Number one, duration of sightings. Number two, number of person reporting the sighting. Number three, location of sighting. Number four, re reliability of the person or persons giving the report. Number five, number of individual sightings reported. Number six, existence of physically evidence, photographs, material, hardware, etc. What? Etc. Etc. Project Blue Book determined that most UFO reports could be explained as natural occurrences or common aircraft. At the end of the study, it was concluded that nothing reported was a danger to national security and that no evidence of any extraterrestrial vehicles had been found. The U.S. Air Force seemed happy with its UFO sightings task force. It just may have been the perfect project to keep the public distracted from the real work at Area 51.